Hi, this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman, and I am an author of the book. And it is a bestseller on Amazon, so you want to definitely get a copy. And also, I'd love for you to share your thoughts about this podcast. And today, we are going to continue the conversation about building confidence. You know, how can we operate in confidence authentically? Many of us can take classes and do this and that and the other, and and maybe it works for like one meeting, but it has to come from an authentic place. And yesterday we talked about the five habits of a confident woman, whether in the workplace, in a relationship with our family, when you have that tool, that skill, that ability to operate in it authentically, there's something else that's also there, and it's freedom. So what do I mean by freedom? Well, for one, if we think about confidence or being confident, what are the things or the one thing that hinders us from being confident? Because when you're confident, you're not necessarily concerned or worried about what others will think. And that is a huge barrier in confidence. I've met women who were uncomfortable being confident because they thought that would come across cocky or, or people would think that they, you know, thought too highly of themselves. And I'm always shocked at that. I'm like, really? You're being confident and you're an expert at this skill or you have these abilities and you're speaking to share that with someone and you're worried about that you might be perceived as, you know, too pushy or too confident, you could be saving someone's life. And so one of the key things that we really have to work on, and I wish I could tell you that every minute of the day that I operate in confidence, I don't. We're human and we have levels and sometimes we have even areas. You know, in my work life, I used to think, because everyone there would probably tell you, oh, she was very confident, probably pushy. But deep down inside, I really wasn't because I felt I had to overwork. I had to overprove. I had to overdeliver being the only woman and the only African-American in the majority of companies that I worked for, I was there first. So that meant I had to be perfect. And I knew I wasn't. And I didn't want to be rejected. And I wanted everyone to like me because I knew one person against me could send my ship, you know, down the wrong trail. But was that really true? And I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of time working with people, a number of people who were racist. And here I was thinking, if they see how hard I work, if they see that I'm a team player, if I do all these things, maybe I could change their opinion about black people and about women. Oh, Lord, who was I to think I should take that on? But because I thought that I was young, I thought I could change their mindset that I knew that they had never been around an executive woman or a person of color, that maybe this was going to give them the experience to open their eyes. And to be honest, I wasted a lot of time. 
because it's not my job to change people. It's my job to shine my light and do what I'm called to do. And when we spend so much time doing things in hopes of pleasing someone else, we are left discouraged and we're left feeling rejected. And although to many people I put on the face of, you know, happy and confident, deep down I was exhausted when I would leave because I was putting on the face. And so the the area that you want to deal with and the area that I had to deal with, and when I when I say you're really operating authentically in confidence versus saying the right words, wearing the right things, looking the right way. When it's authentic, it's received in such a different way. And you also learn that you don't waste your time talking to people who really are not going to change the landscape or not going to bring maybe the change or value what you're saying. And believe it or not, wasting your breath on people that are not worth your time, I can give you that tip will be, will save you so many, it could save you years. It could save you from even possibly working at a particular job and working somewhere else. I wasted so many years working um, at PepsiCo, trying to change, you know, white males' opinion of a woman and a and a mom and a and an African American, and it was a waste of time. And the moment I decided to change at age thirty five, I don't know, the a switch was flipped. When I flipped the switch, and it was about what I wanted my career to be and what I wanted to achieve and wasn't wasting time trying to have world peace and have everybody get along and trying to be this kumbaya person in the organization over the women's networking group and the minority networking group and all of these things. And when I decided that I need to be about me and my family and my home, I got promoted far more quickly and delivered on my own personal goals than when I was trying to fit in and make everybody be peaceful. So when we talk about how to build confidence, it's not necessarily doing more things for other people, but it is doing more things for yourself. And what do I mean? In everything we do every day, think about this. You have an inner voice. Whether you're saved or unsaved, we all have the an inner voice. An inner voice that can encourage or an inner voice that can remind us of our past. And this is where, this is like the key tool that hinders our confidence. Because that inner voice, the the piece of rejection that we feel or the lack of confidence or that voice that says you can't do that, or that voice that says you're not smart enough, you're not cute enough, you're not skinny enough, 
that voice is coming from a place of pain and a place in your past. And so what is keeping you from operating in being authentically confident is your past and healing that inner voice. And before you can worry about buying and going to a ton of different seminars that tell you how to do behavioral things, in all honesty, you need to do an emotional and a spiritual thing. You've got to allow yourself to be free of the area in your life that this voice is coming from. It could be coming from a parent who may have told you you're not going to be much. could have come from teachers, um, siblings. It could have come from an ex-boyfriend. But whether, if it's in relationships, it comes from a painful past. If it's in the workplace, it can come from multiple places. It can come, but the our feeling of rejection definitely comes from our past because how can we feel rejected in something new unless we've been rejected in something in our past? And so what does that allow to happen to us? It allows us to be hindered. And so we have to each choose that we can have that that critical inner voice that it just, it has formed a negative um it's from a negative early life experience that gave us a fundamental feeling of being bad or being wrong in some kind of way. And throughout our lives, it's represented, it represents an anti-you, anti-self. You have actually that voice when you hear it. And what I had to learn to do was to learn to say, I, this is a lie and I do not believe it. So what I want to help you with, um, I am going to be doing an online course um, for women, career women, and helping them put the tools and skills from the inner to the outer to be able to achieve more in their careers and get more satisfaction. And so Something I want you to pray about if you've got your journal and you're in that special place right now is to think about what are the messages that you tell yourself regularly that is anti-you. It's anti-you. It You think of doing something and you sabotage yourself. Many times people think that, oh, we lack confidence because of all these people. People don't believe in me. People don't help me. But in all honesty, we don't help ourselves because we tear ourselves down by listening to this voice that talks about what this person did or that person didn't do or you weren't smart enough for that mistake. And we have to silence that voice. And to be honest, it's very difficult to silence that voice without going through a healing process, without going through a process um, that exposes the, the roots of some of these challenges. And so we, you know, you should never put yourself out of the running for promotion or relationship 
but we can. Why would this guy be attracted to me? I'm sure he can get someone prettier. You are the prettier. And so when I meet friends and and that I hear them talking this way, I just want to shake them. Why are you assuming that someone else is prettier? And believe it or not, I did this. That's why I can recognize it so clearly, because I used to do it. Because I had shame and I had um, this feeling of rejection and abandonment. And I was so afraid of, of going through that again. I wasn't allowing good things to happen to me. I was already seeing the end before it begins. Can anybody relate? And so what we want to do is have a voice that speaks truth. And I talk about this in the book, in Christian Warrior Woman. Um, and you'll be hearing about a more in-depth um, version of it. Uh, so what do, what do we want to do? We want to take this critical inner voice is with us in everything we do throughout our day. And that is why it's so important to have the Holy Spirit. That is why it's so important to know God's truth. Because when we hear this voice that tears us down, that gives us fears, that gives us worry, that gives us anxiety, we have to recognize this isn't of God. And if this isn't of God, then this isn't for me. This is something trying to rob, steal, and destroy something good that could come into my life. I always ask the question, what is wrong with failing? Would I, I would rather at the end of my day or end of my life know that I went after one, if I wanted a hundred things, that I went after a hundred things and got 70, then went after nothing and got nothing. And so to me, that's the difference of we have to decide that we're going to fail at things in life. There's no scientist that ever created or invented something the first go round. Half of the time, folks stumbled on it by accident, sometimes trying to find something else. Heck, Christopher Columbus wasn't exactly trying to find America either. So there is nothing wrong. We have so much history on people, whether women or men. So if you're going to fail forward to your success, think of every time you run into an obstacle in trying to go after what you are trying to achieve, that you're going to have some failure and it's okay. And that's part of the habit of being confident that you're not walking in blind and green thinking that everything I put my hands to must be successful. No, if you even see in the Bible that everyone that God loves stumbled, fell, tripped, and we won't even talk about David, how many times that happened. Or we, we look at everyone that came to came through a crisis or failed at something, I mean, Peter failed in things he said and things he did. But guess what? Peter's shadow also in the future healed people when he walked by. So we have to look at this. The inner voice is self-destructive. It's self-destructive thinking that can lead to self-destructive behavior, speech, 
And how much time are you wasting on self-destructive thinking? You're not building confidence when you're self-destructive. So what do we have to do? We have to take steps to identify these voices, make sense of them, and you've got to bring healing to them. You have to separate yourself from them and challenge them with the word on on every level. This is something that is going to help you be realistic. It's going to help you be healthy and it's going to reshape your thinking and your mind. And this is something that I definitely recommend not only for women in their career, women in their marriage, women in with their children, because the this inner voice is speaking fears and rejection to your children. When they have an idea to do something and you shut it down, are you shutting it down based on your fears, based on your life experience? Are you stealing hope from them as well? It doesn't just affect you. It affects everyone around you. So when I talk about freedom, having freedom to be confident, it's freedom that the confidence that you've identified, that you have X amount of self-destructive voices that speak in areas of your life and that you're deciding today that when that voice says, oh, you shouldn't do that, it might not work. But what if it does? That you can speak back to yourself if you have to, or you can kneel down and pray and say, Lord, I'm struggling with doubt. I'm struggling with this mindset and I need to renew my mind now. You know, the word says to renew your mind daily. Well, some of you may need to remove, renew your mind on the hour. If you struggle with something, how do you break a habit? By creating a new habit. And so I want you today to start with something, with one thing. You know, it would be nice if we could solve all our problems with, but every day we live, we live to gain knowledge. We live to gain power. We gain, we want to elevate ourselves to another level so that we can reap the benefits of living life more, adding fullness, adding glory, adding joy, adding happiness, adding gladness, adding self-control. You know, we want more of the fruit of the Spirit. And, And if you're not sure what the fruit of the Spirit is, just go back two or three podcasts and we talk about it. But I want you today to focus on what the self-destructive voices are stealing my confidence because if my confidence is stolen, that means my money is stolen, my happiness is stolen, my relationship and my children's happiness is being stolen. So confidence is just not about sticking out your chest and wearing nice clothes and smiling and giving eye contact and sounding and projecting your voice. It's about how you live. And a Christian warrior woman lives confidently knowing that every day she wakes, there is a battle. And there is going to be a voice that says, oh, you probably can't win that one. But guess what? She goes forward anyway. 
She doesn't get up and let that inner voice say, this is going to be a bad day. Well, if you say it's going to be a bad day, trust me, it will be a bad day. But when I get up and I'm tired, then I decide I may have to just have some coffee to help me today. (laughs) It may be as simple as that. Or I may just say, you know what? I am choosing, although I'm tired and beat, I am going to choose to be positive. I've been at work and I have been exhausted and thought, well, I'm probably not going to work as good today. I won't be as creative as today. And I heard myself telling myself, giving myself the excuse that, oh, well, you can't be good every day. And I caught that lie and said, you know what? I am going to take longer if I have to, and I'm going to be more patient, but I'm not going to um, allow my work quality to be insufficient or be lacking because I feel tired. Because I want my output of work to be consistently good. And I want the same reviews that one client has been giving me that all will give me. So today I want you to, in this quiet space, is to think about that self-destructive voice and what's the negativity that it's bringing to your life? What, what are the limitations that it is bringing? And I want you to decide today that no more am I going to be self-destructive. No more am I going to allow a past situation to steal my tomorrows, to steal my day, and to steal joy and to steal the gifts that the Lord has in store for me. Many people, you know, say, well, I thought the Lord was going to do this, and I thought the Lord was going to do that. I thought this would have worked. But they forget. The Lord has probably put a number of opportunities before you. But that inner voice, the negative side of the inner voice that you listen to, didn't even allow you to see it didn't allow you to step into that path because you, you felt you didn't want to feel rejected. You don't want someone to tell you, you know, I've had women say that people have told, who do you think you are that, that you should go do this training or you should apply for this job? I said that you should have said, I'm the qualified one to apply for this job. So I want you to take on a new mind, a mind that is about moving forward. It's a mindset that says, I can, I will, each and every day. You have to say what you can do and what can you do with Christ. Christ makes you limitless. So I'm not trying to take you into fantasy land, but I, I, wanna, I want you to have, I don't want you to miss out on, on love and life, relationships, respect. And even in a relationship, if someone, if the other person decides that they want out of the relationship, then see that you may be getting rescued when you're dating someone in a relationship, then don't feel rejected. Decide to feel blessed because you don't know what God is say, saving you from. 
Trust me, you don't know what you're being saved from. So I tried to look at it when I was single that, you know what? God knows more than I do. And when the relationship ended, we all know that there are red flags in relationships before they end. But we liked a particular aspect of the relationship. But long term, it wouldn't have probably worked anyway. So don't look at being, if you're single or if you're not dating someone, don't allow yourself to feel rejected because you don't have someone significant in your life yet. But what you can do is prepare yourself, that inner self. Make sure that inner voice is feeding you with positivity so that you can attract the right man. And if that's not happening, that's more of a priority for your life than looking for a man to affirm you. I hope you get that. I hope you replay that and get that. Of what's more important is developing you. Allowing the, the God-created, beautiful woman that you are to be authentically confident in all areas of your life. I hope this podcast today blesses you and I pray that you do the work to identify those destructive um, messages that you give yourself. And I want you to definitely stay tuned and, you know, check us out on Facebook at Christian Warrior Woman because there is going to be an online course that is going to talk exactly to how you change from a, a woman that is fault finding to a confident woman. Remember, a confident woman isn't a perfect woman. A confident woman isn't even striving for perfection. She's striving for self-awareness and she's striving for freedom. Freedom to exhibit and manifest the God-given skills that she has and what she has to offer to the world. So I pray for you this day in Jesus' name that your mind is renewed, that your heart is restored, and that you allow forgiveness, which that's a whole different message, that if forgiveness is at the root of your struggle, that the Lord will reveal that and allow you to be free. Be free and forgive. Be confident, be loving, and be filled with joy. Until tomorrow. Bye-bye.